Welcome to Season 1, Episode 6 of Buzzwords, Conversations About Teaching and Learning at SU, where we talk about teaching and learning at Shenandoah, and hopefully a lot more than that. I'm Melissa Smeltercraft, the head women's basketball coach here at Shenandoah. We'd like to thank our sponsor, SU's transformative teaching and learning team, led by Karin. It's Lukacs in Hungary, and Lucas everyone else, everywhere else, Lucas. Yeah, that's that's good to know, Melissa. That's 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 good because we've always really wondered exactly how to say it. So now we know how to say it, not just here, but also in Hungary. My name is Joey Gorizak. I'm the director of esports here and uh, just happy to be part of this wonderful podcast one, once again. Scott? Yeah, thanks, Joey. Thanks, Melissa. Scott King, Department of Psychology here. Uh, let me see how we're doing with downloads. As of this morning, we've had 291 downloads for the podcast. Uh, it was like 240-something last week, so I think we're about 50 downloads per episode. It's pretty exact math there, Scott. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> I do teach research methods. So oh, good. I'm, Perfect. I'm shows. getting some practice here. Uh, yeah, so we're doing well there. Keep downloading, keep rating, keep reviewing. Our producer, Xander, is putting in great work every week. Thank you, Xander, for that great work. Our email address, buzzwords at su.edu, website subuzzwords.podbean.com. Um, I would like to announce that we've gone one episode without me mansplaining. And that is a milestone. That's a personal that's, best streak. I think that's the longest. <laughs> One episode. <laughs> that's the longest we've gone. We need like a, a sign that you'd see in a factory that says like so many days since the last workplace accident. So many episodes since the last episode of Scott Mansplaining. I'm going to stop talking now so I don't mansplain. Hey, so you're getting close. You're in dangerous territory here, Scott. <laughs> Zoop. I will begin to plan the ticker tape parade, Scott. <laughs> and uh, yeah, you just jinxed yourself just for the record. We know it's coming. So um, we have a fantastic guest today and he is here with us in the eSports arena, uh, Dr. Mohammed Obeid. And I'm going to read his intro, his bio. And this is awesome. And I've already learned so much from reading this. So uh, Dr. Obeid joined Shenandoah University in the fall of 2019. Prior to that, he was a lecturer at ODU and a co-investigator at ODU's Research Foundation. Dr. Obeid's research revolves around synthetic environments and medical-oriented simulations. In a general sense, his interests encompass extended reality platforms, interactive and predictive surgical and medical simulation, computer-assisted interventions, and multi-dimensional immersive environments to support decision-making. His involvement in various multi-institutional research projects in those areas has led to many publications in the field. Other areas he is excited to explore include augmented reality in the OR, telemedicine and its implications with respect to fidelity and latency, haptic interactive surgical training and robotic assisted surgery. Wow. Wow. I'm good exhausted. Job. Good job reading that. Yeah, Thank that you. was good. impressive, Gracious. Melissa, because I, I don't know what half those words mean. Uh-uh. That is... I just blacked out. Right. So <laughs> just so the record, I'm what, coming what back, happened? though. I'm coming uh, back. You come in, too, and you, you see this. And this is incredible. Yeah, uh, Muhammad, it's awesome to have you here. We're really looking forward to this conversation. And it's, you know, every week we continue to be impressed by the kind of people that work here at SU with us and that are willing to be part of this podcast to, to really entertain me, Melissa, and Scott, and all you wonderful listeners. 
Uh, but it's, it's just incredible hearing all the different backgrounds. And, and this just another prime example of that. Yeah, Melissa, great job reading this. I mean, I was waiting. Thank I was you. like, all right, where's the trip up coming? Where's it coming? <laughs> but uh, no, that was that's awesome. And, and so, yeah, we're excited about this podcast and hearing from Muhammad today, obviously. But we're excited for another reason, too. And that's because all you Winchestonians, Winchesterians, you people from Winchester that have been here more than two years, <laughs> it's apple blossom time. And we always get excited this time of the year because school's out on Friday. It's the best. Yeah, that's right. Uh, although it's not an honorary Thursday. We do not have honorary, honorary Friday on Thursday Friday this year. On Thursday this year. Public service announcement. Thursday classes are regular Thursday classes. That's right. And hopefully this podcast goes out before the Thursday that is actually <laughs> relevant. And if not, hopefully you went to the right place on Thursday. And you were responsible over the weekend. Because, yeah, Apple Blossom, a lot of fun. Uh, Scott, I know you and I do a lot of Apple Blossom activities, and we've been together through the years for some Apple Blossom activities. Uh, Melissa, how about you, though? We'll start with you about Apple Blossom. What are your thoughts on the bloom, and uh, what do you got planned this year? I, plot twist, I'm leaving town. Oh. Because I, while I am vaccinated and I feel comfortable, I do not trust any (laughs) of the aforementioned people from Winchester. I'm going to stay safe. Okay. And I'm going to remove myself from the situation. So, nice. uh, going to get out of town. I, I, I if I'm going to do apple blossom, I'm going to do it right. And, and this is kind of apple blossom with an asterisk. Sure. Yeah. So, and, and I've got two young kids, four and two, they don't know what's going on either. So they're not going to be disappointed by not going to the fireman's parade and, and so on and so forth. So I plot twist, I'm leaving. So who's going to supervise you two is now not my job. <laughs> well, we got to find somebody. That's a, a good call. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Scott, what are your thoughts about the bloom and, and this year? Is there an asterisk? Yeah. I mean, there, there's fewer events. So I don't think the parades are even happening. Right. But I, I, might, I might be wrong there. Um, for students... Uh, if you're a freshman or a sophomore, you haven't experienced Apple Blossom yet. Or for new staff and faculty like Muhammad at Shenandoah, if you weren't here you know, two years ago, you haven't been here for the real thing. I know for, for Joey and me, like when we go do our outdoor things on Friday... Uh, oh, we bless. see students. Oh, boy. I wish you could all see the smirk on this <laughs> guy's face things. right now. We, we, we see students out and about, especially at my old house, which was downtown. We right. see students walking, stumbling in front of our... Um, in front of the places where we were. And it, it's fun seeing students in a different environment. It's a different environment, that's for sure. No, it, and it is fun. That's the key here. It's that, I mean, think about the time of the year. It's, it's the end of the spring semester. Yeah. You know, the weather's getting nicer. It's, it's, and especially this year, it's been a long year, year and a half. And it's like almost like letting off some steam and just able to breathe again and kind of let loose. So yeah, it's, it's definitely a good time, but Scott's exactly right. Seeing students in this environment is, <laughs> is very different than what we're used to. Yeah, Mohammed. So you are in your second year, correct? At Shenandoah. Yeah. So have you heard anything about Apple Blossom? Oh yeah, I've I've uh, I've been told many things about you know regular Apple Blossom. Yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, we, you know, and and uh, the parades and uh, the fireworks and and all the things that take place. Um, and I was here last year, uh, but Apple Blossom never came. Apple Blossom wasn't no. here. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, no, I, uh, you know, I'm excited to see, I know there's fireworks that we could see here on campus. Yes. Um, yes. and, uh, some, you know, there's some activities downtown we might, you know, try and go check out. Um, but yeah, you know, actually looking forward to, to, for the, maybe a regular, um, 
old-fashioned apple blossom, maybe in the next year or, or the year after. I think everybody's yep. ready for that. Yep. Every, everything the old-fashioned way, yeah. right? <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, but, yeah, certainly you can enjoy some things. I know they're doing a lot of things this year at the fairgrounds, kind of north of town. Uh, so, like, the Midway, we can get, like, fried Oreos and fried Twinkies and fried everything else is available <laughs> up there. So Yeah, the Wine Fest was there. The Wine Fest weekend. was there as well. So they're spreading people out. Um, but to Melissa's point, a lot of people, you know, just want to take it safe. I know that Rodney Bragdon is infamous or famous for leaving town anyway. Yeah, that's Apple just because he's, he's grumpy and he doesn't like <laughs> <laughs> he, uh He tries to get away whenever he can. So, I mean, like we were talking about before recording, there are like two types of people, some who do this, some who do that. <laughs> yeah. And in Winchester, there's, I mean, in my mind, there's people who leave town for Apple Blossom and maybe Melissa's becoming one of those. You know, if I can't do it my around. way, I'm hitting the highway. So I can't, way, I, can't, I can't do it my way this year. So I, I don't want to, yeah. Uh, Scott, are you going to follow your keto on with all this fried food? <laughs> My ketogenic lifestyle, yes. I do attempt to follow it on Apple Blossom because bourbon does not have sugar in it. So I can, I can drink, uh, I can drink. He's a lot done of his research here, folks. Yeah. <laughs> sounds like, what about fried Twinkies? I mean, does that count? I stay away from those. Okay. I stay away Ugh. from those. <laughs> I, mean, yeah. I feel like your body would go into shock. It was just oh. by looking at I these mean, items. It, it, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It'll go into shock from, from other stuff, but, uh, yeah, stay away from the Twinkies. Yeah. You that, heard it here first. Stay away stay from away. the Twinkies. If you get nothing else in this episode. Stay away from the Twinkies. Yeah. There's a lot out there. Uh, but, but, and like I said earlier, this kind of is the, uh, you know, the culmination of the end of the year. Uh, and Mohammed, let's come to you real quick. How has this year been? Teaching, you know, obviously with what's going on, it's a, it's a different year than your first year. Really, I guess you only had one quote unquote regular semester before the pandemic hit last spring. So you, were, you taught during that last spring and then this full year. How have things been this year and with, with, with everything that's been going on? Yeah, I, I think maybe interesting would be the word to, to describe how things have been because it, it hasn't all been bad. I mean, obviously, things have been challenging, uh, but it's true. I taught uh, the fall semester of 2019, uh, then uh, the spring rolled in, and we never came back from spring, spring break, right? Uh, so it's, uh, it's been, it's been uh, different since then, and, and I think there's challenges all over. I think on, on our side, teaching and and, and – trying to maintain the quality of education in the classroom with the masks on with half at least half the students not in person uh, I think is 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 taking uh, more work than it than what it would uh, take if it were entirely online now I know some some programs um, would work online if the class was uh, it were, were to be entirely online some some types of programs uh, probably wouldn't my my top the classes that I teach are more hands-on and, uh, you know, uh, you know, it's all applications and hardware and software. I think it's, um, it's just better done when, when everybody's in the same place and they're able to use the equipment uh, at the lab or, or in the classroom. So that the, there's been challenges, I think, from the teaching side. But I think if we look on the other side of the table, the students have, have also had their own challenges. So I, I think the, this, how this, how the year has been, I think is, it was a, a, a a test in flexibility for all of us, and also a uh, one thing that a nuance that perhaps is taken for granted is is we we sort of as faculty we sort of just assign the work and assume that it somehow it'll come back done. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, but it's, I think it's, uh, this year has been a lesson in uh, kind of looking from the students' perspective and how, how much it'll take to actually bring something back on time. Uh, so it's it's been a lot of you know it's just kind of humbling and 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 uh, it's it's a it's a it's a lesson in all directions for everybody my my I'm myself included when I assign lessons now or assign work you know I th- I, th- I think about it it's 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 not like before where you just you know assume things will will get done somehow because mm-hmm. students have a lot on their minds and plate I, I actually that got me thinking about. So the augmented reality world and the virtual reality world, you're an expert in. Um, so in that world, you're basically seeing sort of what another person would see, right? You're sort of putting your eyes in someone else's eyeballs um, and you know, seeing a world that's not the world right in front of you, you know, tangibly. Uh, how has that background affected how you teach? Yeah, so I, one, one thing's for sure is that the, the, the VR world uh, and the adoption of the technology was we, 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 were forced, we were forced and tossed 10 years into the future. Uh, it's been used. Now, now the adoption has increased. There's numbers uh, as, 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 uh, as high as 600% uh, of increased incre- uh, you know, adoption of the technology because of, the, because of how much time people are spending at home and the need for people to um, you know, access places or events uh, without physically being there. And then to add to that, and to your point, uh, uh, VR and AR is, in, in some, some aspects, uh, the ability to put some, someone, uh, to, to allow them to live the moments from somebody else's perspective. Uh, so yeah, the, the, uh, there's, there's a sense of um, appreciation to how much that would take. Uh, for example, if you, um, you know, w- an example that I'll use is, is what if we were to build an application that allows you to put on a headset and, um, l- you know, view the, you know, pa- Paris from the top of the Eiffel Tower, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, well, that's great. Uh, it's, it's been great and it's been done before, but now people have a sense of appreciation to how much that's needed because it now is, you know, it's either that or nothing, right? So, um, yeah, I, I, I agree. There's, there's also, there's certainly a, uh, a benefit that is now have, has become more apparent to what this technology can do. I have another question about that. So could we, if we had like, um, goggles for everybody, like every student in a class, instead of the students zooming in, could the students like put on virtual reality headsets and attend class, mm-hmm. you know, and we'd have like cameras in the room that would film what's going on there in the room. Like, is that a, an option? I mean, if we had the, the money to set everybody up like that? Yeah. Uh, Instead of Zoom is it, what I'm saying. So, so to answer your question, imagine this. Last, last semester, I, I, ran, I ran a few classes where my students and I were, you know, during the pandemic, we're sitting around the, a campfire and that's Ooh, how the class cool. went. went. Where uh, you know we we were somewhere else. Uh, everybody's there as an avatar, and they can move around. They can wave. They can uh, they can speak. And we we did the entire lesson uh, somewhere else. Uh, you know, completely immersed and completely uh, together, basically, as opposed to looking at each other as you know two D tiles on on a Zoom screen. Mm-hmm. So it's 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 actually not that far fetched. You don't need a lot of cameras to do the, uh, all that. I mean. Uh, 
without going into to the technicality of of the, the types of VR experiences that can be can be uh, accomplished, uh, the 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 easiest and and most immediate use of VR in terms of telepresence, which is what that is, is uh, you put on a headset and you choose what your avatar should look like, and then you can go places. I mean, I've attended. Somewhere about, I would say somewhere around 14 conferences over the past year, and six or seven of them were, uh, were you know, they're 3D. They're, they're not Zoom or otherwise, you know, 2D based. I, I was able to walk around and check, check out the poster that somebody's presenting and then, uh, you know, go walk up to the presenter afterwards. And all that is, is virtual. Yeah. Um, so Microsoft and, and Facebook are all holding their conferences in that way. So it's, it's become the, the new way of interacting. I think a theme that has come out through now all six of our guests is, and I could feel and hear it from you, Muhammad, is the the genuineness and concern for the students. And I know that this podcast is really geared towards faculty, but man, I I wish students could understand. And maybe we've had the six nicest people on. I don't know. (laughs) Uh, Maybe we haven't asked the average professor. I think that's unlikely. I think the six people we've had have been just so empathetic to the other side of the coin. And it's just really cool to hear. um, You know, I've been so lucky to be around my students so much. and, And I hope that they feel that from you the way that I have and, and all of the people that we've had on here. So that's that's just amazing to hear. And you'll lost me once you started talking about technology, but that's, that's another <laughs> right, issue. Right, it's like his bio. Yeah, mostly you kind still, of blocked out in the I'm half of it. I'm still sputtering. Yeah, um, I, I can't. By the way, uh, just for the record, I did tell Melissa that she can shave off of that bio as much as she can, she can and, yes. or, she, or want. And she well, didn't. I knew the conversation was just going to be so awful, so we just you know, <laughs> wanted to fill the time. <laughs> to fill with that. But l- let's get into these segments here. So um, go ahead, Scott. All right, Muhammad. Highs and lows of the past couple weeks. What's been the best thing that's happened to you and the worst thing? Okay. You got a couple ready to go? I, I can go. All right. Uh, start us off. Yeah. Um, just one low? No, I'm just playing. <laughs> uh, no, so so I'll start with a low. I mean, uh, you know, it's uh, the past week or 10 days have been, um, you know, busy to say the least. We've had a, uh, a number of things going on uh, in terms of, you know, research. And, and we, had a, we had a workshop or a, a uh, we've, we've uh, put together a workshop at the Organization of American Historians. I have a project that, that um, a, a collaboration between the VR department and the history department here at SU. Uh, and uh, the cultivation of some of that work was presented at the, that conference uh, um, about nine days, uh, nine days ago. So uh, leading up to that was a lot of work. But then you add to that all the, uh, you know, it's advising season, as oh, yeah. you know, uh, as well as, uh, you know, the, the, just the grading and, you know, some of the other things. So what the, the low, I think, would have been the lack of sleep uh, in, in, in two or three days where I had to pull an all-nighter and then followed up back to back with like three hours of sleep oh, the next day. Like so a that, real all nighter, like yeah. back in college. Yeah, I mean, I mean, yeah, just Ooh. like back in college, you had to come back and teach in the morning. So, anyways, that wasn't a lot of fun. Yeah, but um, it 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 sort of um, uh, you know unravels itself when you see the the outcome and and some of the outcome of of previous uh, lack of sleep was uh, that I, I heard this week that one, one of my papers was, was, uh, was accepted for publication. Awesome. So, so you know, that, that's the kind of the return that you see. And that, that is my, my high for this, for this, uh, for this yeah, week. Yeah. Yeah. The low leads into a high. Cool. Yeah, exactly. I like it. Joey, how about you? 
this is a tough one for me because I've had a lot of ups and downs over the past two weeks and Saturday. nothing related to, well, a little bit related to school. So I'll start with my, uh, I'll start with my low, which could have very easily been a high. So just a few days ago on, on this last Saturday, the 24th, uh, we had one of our students, Dylan Lewis, who's a junior studying business and esports. Uh, he was in the national championships for Madden, Madden, the football video game. Uh, was in the national championship against a kid from Boise State. And it's a best of three series. And Dylan went up one to nothing in the first game. And this is after the announcers predicted a 2-0 win for Boise State. Ooh. So nobody was giving Dylan really much of a chance. And uh, the arena was packed, COVID capacity. So 30 students, uh, 30 people in it, all masked up. And there was a huge energy in there. And Dylan went up. The first game went down pretty big. The second game made a huge comeback, but missed a two-point conversion as time expired. He was trying to win the championship right there, lost it. So we were a little down. But then was up huge in the third game the entire time until the last three seconds when he gave up a touchdown with three seconds left to lose the game and the national championship by four points. So that was a huge low. But it was a roller coaster because it was, it was exciting. It was a lot of fun. Up until that last minute. And it's not on Dylan, obviously, because, you know, he's he played his heart out. We're very proud of what he was able to accomplish. I mean, second best player for Madden in the country. And it was really a coin flip between him and this other student. But being that close and having it ripped from your heart is just tough. So that was definitely my low. And then our, our Overwatch team also got eliminated from the playoffs. And our League of Legends team lost their exhibition match to a team in South Korea pretty badly. So we went over on Saturday. So it was not a good day. Great energy and excitement, but definitely a downer. Now, my, my high for the last two weeks was the week prior to that, I was in a race with Rodney Bragdon. Oh, yeah. That was a 24-hour adventure race where you have basically 24 hours to complete this, this, this race. I guess you call it a race. It's really more of a scavenger hunt in the woods where you're trekking, biking, and canoeing. And the total mileage that you could complete is somewhere like 110, 120 miles. Uh, Rodney and I made it about 21 and a half hours and covered about 75 miles. And I will totally take that as a win. You know, we didn't do all the trekking. We didn't get all the checkpoints. uh, But we made it from 9 a.m. in the morning until about 6.15, 6.30 in the evening. Sorry, yeah, 6.15 the next morning. So about 21 and a half hours of constantly moving, trekking, biking, uh, just huge, huge accomplishment. That was also going to be my low, by the way, until Saturday happened because it hurt a lot. <laughs> um, my knees are still hurting. My feet are hurting because the blisters from having wet shoes the entire time. Uh, but just emotionally, the, the high you get from completing that as much as we did was absolutely fantastic. And I've never done anything close to that. And by the way, Rodney is insane. He's an animal out there. He had to keep, he would like run ahead of me and then wait. Or like bike way ahead of me and he'd see me barely like huffing and puffing to catch up to him. So he was a trooper to, to stick with me and, and, you know, be with me the whole time. You know, we did what we could. And uh, so it was just uh, definitely my high because something I've never done before and something I will definitely never do again. But, but I'm glad I did it one time. So, so that was my high and low. Melissa? That's absolutely insane. And and you chose that? I, yeah, I chose yeah, to do yeah, that last crazy. year on my sabbatical. It got canceled. So I came back and did it this year, and I was not ready. I don't know if you're ever ready for that, though. I'm, I have never slept outside in my entire life. I have never pulled an all-nighter in my entire life. And wow. I 
I feel great about my decision. You're okay with that. Yeah. I'm, oh, 100%. I've got a, a streak going, and it, I, it's going to be hard to break it at this All point. All right, I understand. My my high and low is is um, I'm officially – it's they're, they're both. It's the same thing as both, mm. a high and a low. I'm officially a sports parent. My four-year-old started playing t-ball. Mm. Oh, yeah. And really cute, really, really great, and trying not to project – you know, all the coach things out there. <laughs> but my goodness, how did our parents do this? I played two sports in college. How did my parents sit there for 20 years and watch this? I am emotionally drained <laughs> from one practice. I, we have practice tonight. He's got a second practice tonight. I am not ready. It's hard to sit there and watch. And you just, they're out there. How did we, how did our parents do this? So it's a high and a low. Yeah. And, yeah. and now I'm on the other side of it. So I've got to work through that, but it's, it's cool. It's exciting. I guess it's growing up, but I have to uh, control myself. I have to control my wife as well. Are any of you coaching? Heck no. And I, I made sure that we weren't. I put my foot down on that yeah. one. Yeah. We don't need to bring our expertise to the four-year-old <laughs> level as far as I'm concerned. It's a waste of resources. Not Understood. to be, not to, not to be rude, but that's true. Come on. All right, so um, my low sort of fits into the low of the last episode, which was my general burnout now took a physiological effect on me. I got sick for a couple days last week just because my immune system is now worn out and burned out um, from uh, physiological stress, psychological stress. But I'm better now. Um, the high... What was my high? Oh, it's, this is pretty generic, but just the weather. Yeah. The weather in Winchester, it's been great. I got to teach class outside. Has it been great? Yeah. I don't know if it has. I think it's been it great. Was, it was like snowing last Thursday. But Tuesday. Was it flip-flop? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Tuesday, it was sunny and 70. Exactly. So is that a high? <laughs> yeah, that's my high. Okay, it's your high. That we had. You know, it's all relative. Right. The, the more of those snowy days come, then the more special it is when the oh, beautiful geez. days All right, go happen. Ahead. <laughs> um, I got to teach outside and under uh, the Shingleton gazebo setup. It was just a beautiful day outside. Students were into it. I got to do some activities like that involved eating that I can't do in a regular classroom mm. with masks and social distancing. So that was the high. Good highs and lows, everybody. Very cool. Very cool. All right. Well, now that you heard all of that, uh, Muhammad, let's come back to you. This is the you thought you knew segment. So share something you think others should know about your department. Right. Uh, well, I don't think um, many people on campus know, but we've, uh, we have a motion capture studio um, uh, for, for our department. And this is, the nice thing about this is it's a student-built motion capture studio. And um, the past few months were basically a lot of uh, wiring and, and integrating different pieces of tech. But uh, we now have a, a, a 10 by 10 or 10 by 15 uh, space where you can uh, you come in and, and you, you, you strap on and put, put, put on the rig. And um, it's basically a lot of sensors, about eight sensors on each joint of the body. Um, a helmet that has a hovering face cam that kind of hovers in front of your face and a, a set of gloves, which is lined with sensors. And we can, with that, we can uh, track and record the uh, motion of your fingers, your body, 
uh, and your face, facial capture, lip sync, all that together in real time, all together. And they're three pieces of tech working together at, at the same time. So uh, just I, th I thought that maybe something uh, that others would want to uh, perhaps collaborate on. And if there is a uh, an instance where you you'd like to, um, you know, esports people or anybody else want you know want to uh, use a motion capture studio. We have one that's uh, that's uh, relatively uh, unencumbering. There's, it's not an actual suit that you put on. Mm -hmm. It's just a few straps on each joint uh, and the gloves. Um, and we've right now we're using it to uh, we, we've we casted a few um, uh, professional actors to come in and play and lip sync the roles of uh, our founding fathers from the Constitutional Convention. Mm, cool. Uh, to then bring or recreate the Constitutional Convention in VR, where you can relive. Uh, the moments of writing the Constitution. So. so cool. Very, very cool stuff. If, if that was the shameless plug, if I've ever heard it, to connect <laughs> and collaborate, M-O-B-E-I-D at S-U dot E-D-U. Reach right out to them if you want to collaborate. Nice. So excellent. All right, tool time. Please share with us your favorite teaching tool. Um, so this, there's this tool called zoom. No, I'm just playing. Uh, <laughs> Never heard so, of it. <laughs> uh, zoom. Uh, so, so I think, uh, there's, uh, if you ask me next week, it'd probably be a different answer. But, uh, for, for, for now, I think, uh, for the past few weeks, a few things that I tried that I, th I found work, uh, well, one is a feature in zoom that allows you, uh, uh to, it's all, it's a, sh a screen sharing, uh, feature, but it's in the advanced tab and allows you to share the content of your second camera. Mm. Um, I've used this um, successfully where if, instead of sharing slides and your own webcam, you can have a second camera connected that is looking at something else and that would be in the place of your slides. So I've used this, for example, for a, 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 an overhead camera when I'm working on some hardware on the desk and I wanna you know, let the students in person and online watch as that's happening, but at the same time maintain that my webcam is on, uh, as well as places where, uh, for example, in HHH, where you teach, you probably, uh, you know, you have a, a single webcam and you got to choose whether you, you want to put it on, you know, on you or, uh, you know, at the class. Right. If you don't want to do another instance of Zoom on another laptop, which I had to do at some point. But if you do this and you have that webcam and the webcam from your laptop, you can, uh, you know, basically use the second webcam uh, and, and share that as your screen share. But that's the, the, uh, just an add-on uh, to Zoom. The, uh, uh, another piece that I think uh, was, was fun to use, and this is for instances where you have um, uh, you know, places or, or, or events or conferences or uh, pr probably more like meetings where it's more casual than professional. Uh, there's a, co a tool called, uh, a software and an app called Lumi Live, L-O-O-M-I-E, Live. Um, and that allows you to uh, customize a, an avatar, uh, just like uh, whatever they're called for Snapchat. Uh, for Snapchat, I forget what they're called. Uh, but uh, when you do this, you download the software on your MacBook, and now when you zoom, instead of coming in as yourself, you come in as your, avat as your avatar. And the software has a, an artificial intelligence, an AI system that tracks using the webcam tracks your facial expressions and while you're talking and lip syncs the avatar to you so now you're coming in as your avatar and it moves with you when you do that even when you laugh or raise an eyebrow or anything I like, like that. that you can do that for maybe classes with it where it's not very professional and you know not formal or well, meetings yeah. that are more casual and also like a lot of students don't like turning their cameras on yeah 
but we faculty want students typically to turn on their cameras. But if you have an avatar that's you, but still moving and still shows yep. mouth movement, then it's sort of the best of both worlds, right? Yep. We can still see there's some activity there, but they don't have to worry about being on camera or staring at their own picture. The it's whole like time. it's like the cat video, I swear. And I know we talked <laughs> before we started recording, but it's the cat video with that the lawyer cat video. If you not, yeah, the lawyer cat video where he's talking to a judge and he's a cat, and and he can't figure <laughs> out how to get it off. It's a very boomer kind of thing. And he's talking as a cat and he's looking around trying to figure out how in the world to turn off this avatar of him <laughs> being a cat during this like legal proceeding. Yep. And he can't do it. But you're right, Muhammad. It's tracking his, his lip movements when he's talking, the eyes. It tracks when he turns his head yep. as well. It's really cool stuff. So that's what I that's what I picture when you're talking about this. It's exactly the same tech. It's AR basically. That's yeah. it. that's exactly it. Yeah, uh, that's that's and, awesome. And so yeah, Scott, you're right. It could be very beneficial. It, but maybe tell your students not to come in as cats, though. Don't be but, a cat. Yeah. But look at the video. I'll look take at a cat. cat <laughs> zoom video. It's better video. than a black screen. A yeah. cat's better than a black. It's better than a black it's screen. It's fantastic. I agree. It's 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 a good laugh. It's only like a minute and a half long. It's hilarious. <laughs> I think we are close to out of time. Mohammed, are you going to be all right if we drop the Hornet hot take and oh, just yeah. focus on your buzzword? Sure. All right. Yeah. Well, what's what's your buzzword? Uh, buzzword uh, related to teaching. I think um, the, the the over the past few months and with everything going on, uh, when I think about what my you know what I use what I tell students. Uh, more frequently than than, than others, um, sort of boils down to uh, what I what I want to choose as the buzzword is patience. Uh, so I feel like every time a student is overwhelmed, they've they're not, you know, they're struggling with an assignment. There's overlapping, you know, assignments from different classes, or they're struggling with a with a with a, a partner and their group project. Uh, I always find myself telling them things that really essentially boil down to be patient. So it, it's I think it's the the active ingredient of perseverance, mm. and if they're if they're going to pull through, and if they're going to per- persevere, they f- first need to anticipate how much it'll take by just, you know that that tolerance bubble, just expand that a little more mm-hmm. and and be patient, take in, try try to take uh, uh, you know more than you usually would, and try to. Just look for something that that at the end of the term will will some some you know end of the semester or apple blossom something that's going to change um, the the what you're in at the, at the moment. But be patient, stick with it, um, and uh, and just kind of uh, you know just uh, you you'll make it. Try to try to always. That's what I find myself telling the students is uh, you know just be patient. You know try this, try that. Look look for more for more resources. Uh, find some resources on campus, and you'll and you'll make it. And they eventually do. But it's a it's a good reminder for them and myself that uh, I think we can all all use that reminder that we we can make it if we if we can. Scott, Joey, as you meet at nine thirty on Friday morning, be patient, <laughs> stick with it. <laughs> You're gonna make it. We will persevere. We yeah, will. One you way got or another. this. You got this. We got it. It's a marathon. <laughs> I like that one a lot, Mohammed. Thank you so much for being yeah. here with us. Lots of great information today, so thank you. Thanks Our for having sp- me. Uh, you're welcome. Our sponsor of the day, Geese Droppings. Ooh, good. <laughs> when you need a reason to look away from your phone and watch where you're going. Our email, go ahead, our email, <laughs> our email is buzzwords at su.edu. Please email us. Tell us what Scott needs to get better at. Website <laughs> subuzzwords.podbean.com. <There's a> <laughs> Guest in two weeks on May 10th, Lisa Levinson. 
associate dean in the school of nursing can't wait can't wait that's it for now keep on buzzing, buzzing.